This podcast includes unapologetic logic and reason and may not be suitable for all audiences. In a world full of nonsense, he's been called the voice of uncommon common sense. He sees the abnormal that many find normal. Author and award-winning speaker, he is Chris. You ever heard of the cosmetic company Ulta? I think it's Ulta. Ulta, right? U-L-T-A. Don't act like you haven't. I know you have. Everybody knows you have. Everybody knows about Ulta. Don't try to act too masculine, too uh, toxic masculinity with me. I know you know what Ulta is. Well, anyway, whether you do or not, they decided to, uh, what would you call it? I guess like an infomercial they created, I'm assuming for digital consumption. Is there any other consumption today? YouTube, stuff like that. And first of all, it seems like it backfired, but I wouldn't be so sure about that. I'm going to tell you what I think might be behind it and the damage that it's doing. I mean, to me, like this is like watching the fall of Rome here, this this transgender nonsense. They had these two guys, you know, to look like girls doing this podcast. And I guess what, what sent it over the edge was when one of them said, and I can have babies if I want to. This is fascinating to me. Maybe I'm missing the boat. Maybe I got to jump on the bandwagon. Chris is a, is a bisexual name. I could get away with it. I feel like Christine today. How do I sound? Feminine? It's uh, it's kind of demonic to me, this whole, like, that people are actually taking it seriously. I'm watching this whole thing. I'm like, this is a bunch of cuckoo birds. I'm trying to be nice on the podcast. I, this is the other thing that kind of, just to, to layer this on, just to give you my perspective on this a second. I happened to be listening to the radio in the car the other day, which is something that I don't do a whole lot. And it was actually listening to music. I listened to some eclectic stuff. And uh, this was like some bebop pop stuff. I don't know what it was. Had a little beat, you know. I don't know. I don't know what I was listening to. Well, anyway, then, you know, predictably, every, you know, 13 seconds, there's a commercial break. Well, every one of them was, um, well, not every one of them, but most of it, first of all, most of it was healthcare related. You know, one of the commercials was about, you know, get your uh, mammogram now. Like they, they want you in there every six months for some kind of potting, prodding, testing, injecting. Talk about demonic. And then the other big thing, though, they were pushing this um, uh, anti-bullying, but it was specific. It was specific to LGBTQ teens because LGBTQ tweens, teens, woo, try saying that once, let alone 10 times fast. These kids apparently are ten times, twice as likely to be bullied. Get out. I wonder why. Maybe because they're acting a little funny? Well, that's no reason to bully somebody. I'm wondering if the, the definition of bully's gotten pushed around a little bit, too. Maybe we need to bring back bullying. I'm not an advocate of bullying. <clears throat> but all this idea that everybody's supposed to be so damn nice all the time says who? Who agreed to that? 
Yeah, that's a little rude. So what? Call me rude. What? Leave me alone. That's all I really want. That's what we need to to to, to uh, bring back. Uh, bully. I don't know about the bullying's the right. We're just being blunt. You look ridiculous, dressed like a girl. That's what I'm trying to say. I mean, nobody wants to say it because you can't say it anymore. You're acting like a complete freak of nature over there, talking like a girl, acting like a girl. You're never going to be a girl. Over and done with. <laughs> That's not going to go over very well with uh, iTunes there, Google's, you know, analysis of the text. So anyway, they, they, they do. The Ulta does this commercial. It seemingly backfires, but I wouldn't be so sure. I think one of the reasons for this is, listen, Listen, if Ulta had done a, a simple YouTube video with two young girls, short of paying a gazillion dollars to get, you know, whoever the latest, uh, you know, uh, hottest pop stars or whatever, I don't know. I'm not plugged into that. I, who, what, like Rihanna? Is that, I'm dating myself. Rihanna's not really around anymore either. I'm like Mariah Carey, like, eh, she's like 60, dude. I don't know. Whoever they would get, it would cost a fortune. And maybe, maybe, and they all probably have their own brands, I would imagine, and or brands that they're you know hooked to, into promoting already, contracted for. Ulta maybe even has their own. I don't know. But in this way, they get these two clowns, these two doof. Hell, I'll, for the right amount of money, I'll dress up like a girl. Listen, I'm I, you know I'm not too doggone proud. There's only so far I'm gonna go, but. Are you going to give me a million dollars to sit here and dress up like a girl? I might be willing to do it. I might be willing to do it. <laughs> I mean, why not? I mean, how much are we talking? What's the price? What would, what would motivate you to, to dress like a girl and do a, a video cast for Ulta? I don't know. These two, I think they were genuine idiots, though. I don't think this was, you know, pure acting. Maybe some. I don't know. I think it would have been better if they did it like an interview with me, like by Zoom. Hey, <laughs> which bathroom do you use? I'm just curious. Uh, anyway, I think that the reason that a lot of the a big part of the reason that they do it is they pay a fortune to get these big name celebrities, in, and instead they get these two doofuses. They create this controversy, and it's talked about all over the place, just like that. And I don't think that much moves anymore. I really don't. It's a. They've created this this uh, world of rage that I really believe got way out of hand, went too far. You know, there's a reason why there should be manners and restraint in the public circles, and with the internet and podcasts and satellite radio, right? This has been years in the making. There was a time you could have sex in a TV scene. Now you're having gay sex in a in a in a, on a TV set. Uh, and if that now it's turned into you know transgender minor, it just it just keeps going. And where does it go any further? I don't know. Is it like creating causes? Well, so anyway, I, I think that uh, either way, right now it's it's cheap marketing, and I don't think anything else really moves. You know, you go oh you know the Rock is is talking about you know I don't know who would be like I said the female equivalent. Who's a big female star right now? I don't know. This is amazing. I don't know. I have no idea. I get what, like Kardashian? I got to use a Kardashian name? Shoot me. 
right? So if the Kardashians came out uh, and supported Ulta, would there, would there be this kind of, uh, you know, run up? Maybe, maybe. You know what they'd have to pay? She has her own brand. So that's just – she look, Kim Kardashian, whatever you want to say, she knows business enough to say, you know what? Um uh, if I'm going to endorse something with as big as my name is, I want I want a piece of the action. I'm going to settle for a, a flat fee. Ulta, they just skipped over all that. Boom, bada bing, exploitation, and it's like a mind control thing. Except that it's demonic. It really is because people are talking about whether you love it or hate it, right? Something. Oh look, it's about time they had a voice. Yeah. Yeah, that's one way of looking at it. Hide your children, for God's sake. I'm not kidding. I don't know. Uh, Anyway, I do think it's very damaging, especially in terms of the targeting of minors. You know, but this is nothing new. Look, we're encouraging kids to smoke cigarettes. There was a time when that was going on. And now we're encouraging them to self-mutilate themselves into some kind of a weird biological experiment. I don't know. Don't take my word for it. Go do a little research on the ones that regret it and then come back to me. Go do, go do, let me, when you see a study, if, if we had a government that was really concerned about its people and the welfare of its people, they, the government would be, all the things that we study, you know, they're studying why Eskimos don't get cold to, you know, uh, you know, why exhaust fumes uh, smell funny. I don't know. Why don't they go uh, investigate something a little bit more important, such as how many uh, transgender are happy with their lives five years, 10 years, 15 years later? How'd their lives end up? How much money did it cost? Who's paying? A simple study. Who's footing the bill for all this stuff? And, and so that's another, so first of all, you know, the mind control, just rage, 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 as far as they have to go. And it's like every year they got to go a little further, a little further. Nuclear war isn't even getting people excited right now. Think about that. That's, that's how far gone uh, people's mental health has gone because of this, this crazy media culture. That's not enough. If it's not clear as ever, the government is really controlled by the lobbyists. And so who are the big lobbyists? Big tech, uh, the, the military-industrial complex, um, and, and, and any other company, pharmaceuticals in particular, healthcare, right? They're the three big ones. Pharmaceutical, healthcare, uh, military-industrial complex, right? Um, what else did I say? I can't remember all these things, but that's big tech. There's your big three. And you have all this money being pushed into to healthcare. It's just like with college. You know, how many times is the government going to keep pushing money into things and, and destroying it in the process? Jeff Bezos was just talking. He's like, the government is injecting money into an already inflationary economy, which Trump had created. By, by lowering taxes and keeping interest rates low. There was a lot of cash out there under Trump. He was creating inflation. It just didn't hit. People hate when I say that. Don't argue with me about it, but it's a fact. Government policies combined with this fiat money have, have led us into this serious trap where it's the lobbyists 
that are, that are really controlling these narratives. And so when it comes to healthcare, I just saw an article, maybe I, here it is. CDC moves to add COVID vaccine to child immunization schedule for federal programs. No, if they were concerned about our population, do you think they would be concerned about illegal immigrants coming in that aren't immunized for anything? They're finding polio in the water in New York City, and they're blaming the Amish out in Ohio. I kid you not. It's the dirty white Christians, the dirty white Protestants. It's like the only group that you can make fun of, right? Heterosexual white male uh, Protestants. Anything else is pretty much off-limits racist right now. They're calling Kanye West racist. I thought if you were—the rules are ever-changing, ever-changing. It just, uh, just depends on what these, these voices want to echo. It used to be, Just a few months ago, a black person couldn't be racist. Remember that? But now Kanye's racist against Jews. Why? Well, there's a lot of Jewish people that control media companies. They probably don't like what Kanye's saying. So this creates a bit of a dichotomy, right? That a bit of a problem. Kanye says, screw you. I'm going to go speak for myself. And, and this issue of, of who's controlling the media, uh, listen, I'm going to just tell you where I stand on this. I, I don't think that the media is controlled by uh, a lot of uh, Jewish ownership because they're Jewish. I think it's in spite of being Jewish. And I definitely think that the, the rules that they're playing by are extremely unfair extremely unhealthy and extremely damaging to our country. And I'm not the only one saying that. They happen to be Jewish-controlled. Well, appeal to the Jewish community. Go to the rabbis. Go, talk, go appeal to their sense of, 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 of goodness and say this is wrong and immoral what you're doing. And, and you, this my religion, my religion, my religion doesn't give you any right to trample on the religion of other people. Right? So you say, oh, I want abortion. Most states have, there's plenty of states with abortion laws. It's who's paying for it. How can it possibly be acceptable and under any religious law to force other people to pay for what you want? There's none. And let me just tell you this. This whole thing with the vaccines and the transgender and, and this kid's comment, he said, I can have a baby if I want to. That's, that's a idolatry. That is a, a worshiping of a false god. Now, if you're not religious, uh, I don't really consider myself super religious. That stuff might sound a little scary. Oh, wow, eh. Look, it's a, it's a very flawed thinking that is um, a philosophy that's dangerous, produces nothing but, but pain and destruction and depression. And that's a fact. You want, you want, here, here's a simple question for you. Here's a simple question for these weirdos, right? And that is this. Where would we be if your parents' parents thought the way you do? Where would we be? You know, we're, we're two generations away from God in this country, and look at what it's led to. Right into the, the, the gates of hell. I think we're right there. I really do. This thing with Durham, did you see the update on that? Went nowhere. He still wants to release his report. They're not going to let him do that. If they do, it'll be buried. You'll never hear about it. You'll hear about it on Gab. Did you know that there was a whole trial that went on? No media. 
right? And not guilty, no real explanation why, nothing. But the January 6th hearings, they just go on and on and on. They call them hearings. There's no legal bearing to them. It's all political. All political. Why isn't the Republican Party firing back uh, for uh, in-kind donations for, from the media for putting all these uh, these fake hearings on TV? The whole thing is, listen, look at where we're at. Take a step back. A war going on that there's no report of any casualties. Amazing, really. We're on the brink of World War III, but there's no, you don't get any report of any casualties. None. No indication. You've got forced medical experiments going on globally. Forced uh, um, uh, embracing of transgenderism, even in minors. The, the spending and then these, these mock trials going on. Tell me we're not at the end of the empire here. You tell me where we're at in this process. I don't know what to think anymore. I know a lot of people, and I hope we get Republicans in this time. There's a lot of good things we could talk about. And there are good Democrats, believe it or not. But it's just, I don't think this is a party event. I don't think this is an election event. we got big problems. You know, this, this illegal immigration alone, to, to be creating this type of demographic shift without the consent of the people even, against the law. And part of the problem is that there is a, a large group in this country that don't want any immigrants in here, period. And there's people, oh, that's racist. You can call it what you want. Uh, but people are allowed to think like that. I don't necessarily agree with it. I think that the, a level of immigration is good. Uh, I think a fair immigration system across all the countries would be great. But not open borders. Fair immigration system that you know, would create comp- healthy competition between the countries. That if you don't like it, you leave. That would be fantastic. Not open borders. Open borders is just like allowing people to, to live like wild animals. Encouraging people to live like... I mean, look at what's happening. People moving in mass migration in this day and age. I mean, we don't have access to transport. People walking. Walking from North Africa to Mexico. <laughs> you, know, you don't know what to believe. Swimming across, across the Atlantic to get here. Crazy, some of the stories, right? I'm exaggerating, of course, but wild stuff going on. This mass migration of people, debt. The how about the the mass? Uh, um, um, uh, what do you call it? Uh, uh, you know, watching people, surveillance, and, and it's it's not really being done by government. This is the other thing where I find that people are really misguided. The government's buying the data that you give to Facebook. I think I bet you that every single person arrested for January 6th crimes was arrested because of something that they posted on Facebook. Prove me wrong on that. Just fantastic to me, the way people think, the way people behave. I don't know. Biden DOJ charges another pro-life activist. The Democrats have pulled out every weapon possible. They have taken on a scorched earth Approach. I don't think most people realize this is going on. 
I mean, these, these were – you want to see the definition of peaceful protest. I watched the video. I did see it. Not this one that this, they're talking about, but the, that pastor that got arrested. I want to say he was – no, he wasn't here in Philadelphia. Um, there was one in here in Philadelphia, though. And they went into this place, and they were singing hymnals. Is that not the definition of peaceful protest? And they're being run up on federal charges for that. Amazing, really. Stacey Abrams, who's never had any children, argues that more abortion will help fight inflation. Okay, thanks, Stacy. Stacy's a, a professional Twinkie eater. She likes Ho-Hos and Twinkies washed down with root beer on a multiple-times-a-day basis. She's never had any children, I don't believe, and now she's going to preach to us that abortion will help us economically. In case you were wondering, maybe uh, go go to her for some nutritional advice as well. Nineteen states launch investigation into major banks for pushing ESG policies. This is fantastic as well. How is it that these banks and, and private companies and organizations are being allowed to dictate rules, manipulate behaviors? Uh, and create a new moral code. Unbelievable, really. You understand that these these publicly held global corporations that we were warned about, warned about the horrors. You know why there was warnings about it? Do you know why coming out of, like in the 70s when I was growing up and, and, and whole, during that whole century probably there was warnings about you know, company and why there was pushback on companies like Standard Oil and, and many other of these uh, 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 of these uh, cases in the, what's the word I'm looking for, in, you know, in, in, in breaking them up. You know what I'm talking about. Um, why why were people so uh, nervous about it and, and and warning about it? Was it that they had some kind of false ap- apocalyptic view? That's what the, the liberals would have you, oh, that's just because those crazy Christians, those Bible-thumping Christians, they're just a warped sense of thinking. They think that some boogeyman in the sky is pulling the puppet strings on everything. Well, the fact of the matter is there's nothing to do with any of that. People who know their history know the horrors that were going on actually in the early settlement of North America even. And what happens when basically wealth is in control, when, when money is the, is the guiding principle. They knew the history of that. And they knew the dangers of it. It's not some conspiracy theory. It's not some crazy right-wing idea that keeping companies at a, at a reasonable size to encourage competition and uh, not allow companies to become overly powerful. You don't hear that discussed anymore. And we're paying a price for it. White House signals more, quote, significant drawdowns from the Strategic Oil Reserve. They're going to do anything to win this election, you know, pulling out all the stops. So they're gonna, we're going to put ourselves in this vulnerable position with oil at a time when it's probably not a good idea to do that, all in an effort to fool people into thinking that the inflation isn't so bad. I think that it's making it worse because the worst thing in the world is waiting, and everybody right now is just waiting for the shoe to drop. 
Everybody knows. Just waiting. And uh, it's going to happen, whether it happens after November, before November. Durham's still planning on publishing final report. Thank you. Biden family business got $40 million from a Russian oligarch. Um, Whistleblowers charge uh, FBI sat on evidence that Joe Biden knew possibly involved. The Russian oligarch who wired $3.5 million to a firm run by Joe Biden's son, Hunter, also invested $40 million in Biden's real estate company. Disclosure comes amid new FBI whistleblower allegations backed by documents that show President Biden was aware the FBI has been in possession of voluminous evidence. Yeah. A lot of money. You know, $40 million. What do you think? I always ask this question. What are they getting for that? If they're willing to float $40 million for influence, what are they getting for that? Um. This is from the other day. Dow closes up 550. Let me see if I can get a um, down 100 points today. Nothing. Up, down. It's about the same as it was. So, I mean, it's up from its lows. Still down from its peak. Um, so, we'll see what happens. I don't. Nobody's predicting anything good for the market right now. Uh, this is fascinating. I was talking about this earlier. Three detransitioned young adults. I don't know how you can do that. I don't know how that works. Called in uh, to a California school board meeting using their personal experiences with, quote, gender-affirming care. It's another thing. Why these weird terms? I mean, this whole new language invented. They were objecting to the district's adoption of policies that support transgender ideology. On not, this, I don't think this has really hit our distri- district. Um, I don't know. I'm, I'm con- calling because I'm concerned about the messaging directed at kids by the school surrounding gender identity ideology, said Kat Cadison. Sounds like a fake name. A 30-year-old molecular biologist and detransitioned woman who believed she was a boy after being introduced to gender ideology at 13 years old. I began identifying as the opposite sex, a man, and that belief negatively affected me for the next 15 years, she said. Um, I don't know. These names seem fake, so you don't know, you have no way of knowing if these stories are real. But uh, I think if you look around, you'll find many, many of those uh, stories. This is really fascinating. Uh, we're this is the headlines from Daily Beast, which is liberal. Okay, we're Jewish Berkeley law students excluded in many areas on campus. Let me tell you this story as best I can. It's really fun, fascinating to me. At Berkeley, no less. Right, Berkeley uh, is a liberal bastion. Right. Uh, you you would be told that it's the Kanye Wests and those uh, toxic conservatives, especially the Trump supporters, uh, that that are uh, anti-Semitic. I find it kind of fascinating. Is it not possible to be liberal and anti-Semitic as it is conservative and anti-Semitic? They want you to think that the other side. But either way, 
Berkeley is a liberal school through and through in every stretch, right? And what's happened is, and I guarantee you a lot of these are Christian, this is a whole sub-conflict in itself, that are in support of the Palestinians are basically uh, penalizing Jewish people for the actions uh, in Palestine, uh, Palestine um, the same way that the, that the Russians are being, uh, 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 you know, ostracized, right? This is what Putin complains. Look at this racism against Russians. And this is Jewish people at Berkeley, students at Berkeley. While there are no explicit, quote, Jewish free zones at Berkeley Law, there is an unacceptable tolerance for excluding and demonizing Zionist identities. Really? That's fascinating. I mean, how many places now, how many liberal colleges is simply being a white masculine male treated the same way? Well, there's no explicit, you know, white male free zones at Berkeley. It's hilarious to me that Berkeley is considered liberal. It's not liberal. It, it, it's just there's no uh, religious foundation, and it's turned completely evil. Friends, family, and the media repeatedly contacted us over the past several weeks to ask how it feels to be students at the school with Jewish free zones. While there are no explicit Jewish free zones, there is an unacceptable tolerance. Student leaders of organizations which adopted a boycott, divestment, and sanctions, BDS, bylaw this fall, were required to attend Palestine 101, a training hosted by Berkeley Law students for justice in Palestine. The event's stated purpose was to teach attendees to learn ways to create a safe and inclusive space for Palestinian students and students that are in support of the liberation of Palestine. Palestine. <laughs> Now, this is the Jewish voice. We support this purpose. Palestinian students should always feel safe, and students that support the liberation of Palestine should never feel excluded. So we, Jewish Zionist students, attended too. The presenters equated Zionism with imperialism, ethnic erasure, and colonialism. Their main takeaway, Israel is an illegitimate state that does not have a right to exist. People who believe otherwise are inherently attacking Palestinian students. The only option to protect Palestinian students is to exclude Zionists and denounce Zionism. Palestinian 101 fundamentally distorted Zionism. Zionism is the Jewish people's right to self-determination in our ancestral homeland. You know... This claim is fascinating, and uh, I understand the biblical premise of it. Uh, I just ask this. If, if Israel is allowed to be the, a Jewish land, why can't the United States be a Christian nation? Uh, you know, people, oh, oh, we don't do that. But, but somehow we support Israel doing it. And, uh, you know, the, the complaints of the, the pro-Palestinian crowd, I, I haven't looked into it. I'm sure there's... Uh, things you could point to on both sides, namely that it's usually the Palestinians launching rockets and whatnot into Israel, just little stuff like that, you know, a little provocation. It's like Ukraine right now whining, 
Putin's blowing up our power stations. By the way, I haven't seen a single photo of a power station blown up over there. Not one. They say 30% of the power plants have been blown up in Ukraine by these drones. Don't. I'm thinking to myself, how does a drone blow up a power station exactly? And I don't doubt that these drones can do damage because they did some in Saudi Arabia to a uh, oil refinery station there. So they're, they're quite the menacing. But all I saw blown up were substations. And maybe that's the approach. I mean, that could, you know, certainly, uh, you know, create the intended consequence of shutting the power down. Anyway, um, my point is, you know, you might find, um, you know, reason to support either side. But the fact of the matter is the Palestinian people, their future is completely within their hands. What they need to do is stop fighting with Israel and, and, and develop their own land and economy and, and country as best they can. Stop blaming everything on, on Israel. Probably the same for a lot of people here for that, for that matter. You want to sit and blame the Jewish media? Then go create your own Christian media or non-denominational or whatever you want to do. I guess that's what Kanye's doing. When you look at it, this is going to be very interesting what happens. Um, as a matter of fact, who's the lady, I think, in Arizona? She was actually talking to a reporter about this. She's like, you guys have, you know, you've been anti-conservative to the point that it's bizarre. People don't even want to watch it. You don't even have an audience anymore, and the reporter didn't want to answer. And so you have this rise of this alt-media. You have this move to, a, like, a different economy, different economic platforms. PayPal, look at how quickly they reversed course. People have, I've said this before, especially with Facebook, I've proven true. Facebook is, it would be dead in 10 years. I couldn't have predicted it, could predict, predicted it better. Five years out, and it'll be dead in 10 years. And I predicted exactly the reason. I said, because it'd be too easy to replicate. And it's exactly right. That you got some guy in Pennsylvania has created Gab. Uh, and despite, the, uh, you know, user supported, by the way, largely, some advertising, but not like Facebook. They don't track anything. They don't censor anything. Some guy up in the Poconos, out of his barn, has been able to, and, and he's done a great job. I'm not, I don't mean that to be condescending. I just mean to say that Facebook was relying on a business model that just had no value. There was nothing there. All these billions of dollars, trillions of dollars, oh, social media, all destructive. Bezos laughed all the way to the bank. He'll be just fine. I can only hope none of our funds have any money in, in Facebook. What a sham. But anyway, when you look at that, you're going to have Trump with Truth Social, uh, Elon Musk with Twitter, and now you've got Gab and then Parler with Kanye. You're going to have complete options. Rumble instead of YouTube. And it's just a matter of time. It really is before uh, there's enough of it that it carries enough momentum uh, that maybe we'll see a shift is the idea. Question is, will it be too late? Too little, too late, I guess. Los Angeles is running out of water and time. Are leaders willing to act? This is unbelievable in, in terms of pointing to the failure of government. On a clear afternoon recently, Mayor Eric Garcetti looked down at the Hollywood Reservoir from 1,200 feet in the air. It's as low as I can ever remember it being, he said. The reservoir from the back uh, seat of a Los Angeles Department of Water and Power helicopter. You can see the bathtub ring. The aerial survey of L.A.'s water infrastructure came at a critical moment. Over the last decade, the city has made significant investments in its future, including major projects to expand its ability to capture, store, and recycle water. But now, on the eve of an election, 
Much of the work remains unfinished, with target dates for some major projects set as far as 2050. With the city facing what is sure to be one of the hottest, driest, most challenging climate eras on record, it is essential that its next leader sees the work through to completion. It's not an easy path. It's not a cheap path, but it's achievable, he said. Uh, it's interesting. It's taking money, right? Everybody's going to have to pay. And these are only the kinds of problems that government can solve. It should have been worked on a long time ago. I've been talking about it here. How can how can you have these major population areas just going to be allowed to, to run out of water because of political mismanagement? Because people act like idiots for some reason uh, when when they when they get together in a group. Group think sets in. I don't know. They're going to sit there. All these people, people keep buying homes in these areas. Is there any warning? Anybody saying by the way? Uh, by the time you come back after you settle on the house, I don't know if we're going to have much water available. By the time you move in, I don't know if you're going to be able to take a shower. There may be water restrictions. How do you get a 30-year mortgage on something like that? How are the mortgage companies not culpable? All these things I wonder. Right? How are you moving into Phoenix or L.A. they're going to run out of water, let alone all the other problems that they have? Nobody's even talking. And people just keep doing it. Well, I'm sure it'll be worked out somehow. Wow, people! It's funny thing the things people put faith in. Speaking of which, let me leave you with this story. If you don't think the world's gone off the rails, medical students swear an oath to fight white supremacy, honor all indigenous ways of healing. What? Uh, medical students at the University of Minnesota pledge to honor all indigenous ways of healing historically marginalized by Western medicine and fight white supremacy, colonialism, gender binary, ableism, and all forms of oppression. Medical students. I think part of what's happened, you have a lot of particularly black people who are saying that complaining that that white doctors won't listen to them, they don't take them seriously, whether it's stomach pain or emotional issues or all these different things. I want to tell you, I don't think it's racist at all. I can tell you the same complaints I've dealt with. I think that the real issue is that the, the, uh, the medical profession has just pretty much gone down the toilet. All this money being pumped in from the government, all this excess regulation, it's nuts, really. They want to give you a pill for everything. Now they're going to honor all indigenous ways of of healing? Indigenous ways of healing? What? What is that? Honor all indigenous ways of healing, historically marginalized. Does that mean that they're, they're going to bring back, like, leech therapy and things like that? And fight white supremacy, colonialism, gender binary, ableism, and all forms of oppression. Notice they didn't say sex trafficking. Notice they didn't say uh, election uh, uh, influence. None of those things. Notice they didn't say mass disinformation campaigns. None of that's in there. Just white supremacy, colonialism, gender bias. None of this, I think, uh, Putin would agree with is going on here. Wouldn't you say the same? I don't know. Crazy times, crazy world. It's really amazing what people think, what people believe in. And you got to be careful what you let, I think, come into your mind. Anyway, that's it for this week, last podcast for the week. I'm not planning on coming back tomorrow. I'm planning on coming back Sunday. It seems to be working out pretty good. 
pretty well. Hope to see you there. God willing, I'll be back on Sunday. Make it a great weekend.